Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog, My dog just, just shit his, shit his ass. ass. Hey, everybody. What is going on? It is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. That's right. Here on 420, celebrating six years of this show, Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling, man? 3,000 fucking fans at the A's game last night, dude. What the what the fuck is that shit, man? Are you kidding me? I feel better than the A's people do right now. Like, holy shit, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be the worst I've ever heard for a major league game. Three thousand people. And they're like, every time I hear go take our team, and then you show up 3K strong. Yeah, and every time I hear anything about the Coliseum or the A's, it holds a special place in my heart because that was my grandpa's team, R.I.P. Hank Jones, and, and that, so the A's, I always kind of like rooted for them. But that's also the place where I saw my first major league game. So, dude, it was a dump in 1996. Like <laughs> they needed to replace that shit. Even as it being my first ever major league game, I was like. This place, like having a you know, just the minor league parks, everyone's like, this place sucks. Like, this is what a major league park is like. Like, this is awful. Probably a lot of trophy urinals out there. Oh, dude, all Coliseum. Yeah, all fits in that your 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 eyeballs. Uh, Mookie was supposed to be here today, but as you know, it's 420, so he took the night off. But the person <laughs> who I'm shocked did not take the night off for 420, Christian is here. Intern Christian, what's up, man? Doing good. <laughs> you, you look like it, man. Yeah, 420. <laughs> 420. All right. Uh, good to see you, man. Glad you made it back after last week. Uh, Christian took a new job and wasn't able to be on the show last week. And this week, he's either already quit or has been fired. So he's here. So it's all good. Uh, we got a special guest coming in tonight. Uh, if you guys were listening to us on What Are You Into, hosted by Tank Mansfield, we were like, Tank, we got to get you on the show. And he was like, I got things to promote. So put me on ASAP. So we got him in here as quick as we could. Our boy, Tank Mansfield. Tank, how you doing, man? Uh, what's going on guys how's that going i'm it's, doing great it's 420 i mean happy holidays to all <laughs> dude it's so good to see you man it's always a good time when you pop into the show so i'm super glad to have you on tonight it's always it, dude it's always a good time to be here man and you guys are starting out strong with some trough talk i uh i ran into a trough in the wild last week i was going down <laughs> to uh 
I went to uh um to go see Jack White play at the new Icon Center and the bar restaurant me and my wife ate at before had like a mini trough. It was a two man trough. <laughs> no. Okay, listen. God. I got a questions. Trough, a trough is bad news as it is, but if you fill a two man trough, that is uncalled for. There's no divider too. That's horrible. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Robert Taylor was chiming in. He said, let's go. Ryan McCarthy saying six seasons in a movie. Yes, that is. Made it. Let's get the craft fruit sports movie started up here. Uh, Biscuit said, I don't do 420 because I can't afford the munchies. <laughs> and Robert wants to know if there will be Devo talk tonight. Yes, there will be. We got all kinds to get to tonight. Tank's going to tell us about his upcoming shows that he's got in the next coming weeks. We got to talk baseball. The Reds. That dumpster fire of a franchise are showing some fight a little bit, kind of, maybe not really. Uh, <laughs> NBA basketball playoffs are, are a thing, too. Plus, we'll talk USFL uh, and golf stories because you got to talk some golf. Before we do all that, though, let's figure out what we're drinking tonight. Scott, what is in your mug? I am drinking $1 million. <laughs> it is an unfiltered cryogenic DDH dipper. Eight percent out of this. This one is from where? Oh, okay. The Knotted Root Brewing Company. Um, holy shit, guys! Uh, the main reason I got this is because it has Doctor Evil on the fucking can. <laughs> like, I didn't even pay attention to what was in it. I'm not usually a dipper guy, y'all know that. But um, this one's pretty dank, and I'd fuck it. Like, it's it's got some good stuff you know, that I'm <laughs> yeah. vibing with. So. I, I apologize. I started off with the old music. I was just in the habit talking six years of doing this show. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. There's a little bit, little bit of a throwback there. Yeah, we got to get the, the banging groove on. So you would, that is the rating scale we use. So you would bang your beer. I, I would fuck this beer. It's it's delicious, even even though it's like, <laughs> Christian, uh, what cheap beer do you have and would you have sex with it? No light. Classic. Pretty lazy, but um I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the skit that's the schedule Mary sex of beer. We're like <laughs> it's still fuckable, but it you know it's just there's less of a thrill. It's it's, it's, a, it's a little different now. <laughs> it's the missionary Wednesday beer. Just yeah. yeah, this is we're we're gonna we'll keep the light, we'll turn the lights off. Uh maybe we'll get crazy later. Missionary more. Wednesday. That's <laughs> <laughs> Dank, when you drink it tonight, would you bang it? Uh, close but far, uh, hazy IPA by Jack Yeos from Athens, Ohio. Oh. And yes, uh, this uh, beer would be getting dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Scott Biscuit said he's disappointed that you didn't do the pinky when you said one million dollars. You want to you wanna redo it for him? One million dollars. There you go. We needed to hear the impression. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't just enough just to do the pinky. You had to get the impression in there too. It's Robert. True saying he's drinking barrel brother barrel brothers brewings neighborhood squatch a 10 percent abv imperial stout with flavors of roasted coffee coconut and toffee this mother <laughs> drinking the most amazing beers all the time and he said he'd fuck bigfoot on this one so wow. yeah that's that's a pretty, pretty good solid style. beer He's, he's the king of the king of the big boy beers every week coming through with those like double digit abvs 
Oh, dude, no doubt. Uh, it's never and, anything less. And we tease him about it, too. We're like, how do you get all these beers? He's like, I live in California where you can get good beers like this at the gas station. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I am drinking a beer that you're not going to be able to see because the can is green, but it's by Four Noses Brewing. It's called About Damn Time. Uh, it's a 7.1% IPA. Uh, we wanted to get some dankness, so uh, I got this one. This is a dank one. This is a true old-fashioned IPA, just not anything fancy. Just here's some hops, suck them down, enjoy it. Uh, and you know what? I will. I would suck this beer down. That's that's how I would get to this one. Give that beer a little bit of oral, would you? I would, yes, I would. I'm not, I'm just going to uh, let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking and whether or not you would bang your beer. Uh, Christian wants to, uh, Christian Bisco wants to know if you've got an NIL deal with me. Pro one sponsorship. Tank, you specifically asked, you're like, is Christian on the show? Like you were super pumped just to be on the same screen as Christian tonight. <laughs> he, he's a fascinating addition to the show. So I was <laughs> to be able to be on here with him. Like this kid is, He's fucking living college. Like, he really is. He's barely ever sober. And it's just basically, he's just, he never talks about class. It's just like braggadocious bullshit about UConn and then being hammered. He's great. I, the only reason why I think Christian goes to class is because I've had to email a couple of his professors. Like, that's the only reason why I'm, I, otherwise, I'd be like, I don't think this kid is enrolled. He does. There's one more of those coming up, too. There's one more. <laughs> that eval. You've done some stellar work. Can I put in an eval that you threatened to fight a guest because he liked Kobe Bryant? Is that allowed to go in your evaluation? Did I actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should go back and check the tape. Yeah. Part of your job is reviewing those tapes. So why don't you do it one of these days? That's how I got the sponsorship, though. I mean, that's the balance of this. It's true. true. That's very true. Um, all right, here we go. Let's uh, let's talk Tank because uh, Tank, you've got a ton of awesome shit. Look, I love Christian's <laughs> face already. We're nine minutes into the show, the kid's already covering his face up. Like, oh god, I can't believe I threatened to fight a guest. No the fighting. Fact, tank. That's the rules. The fact right. that I don't remember that is just scaring me. Like, <laughs> that's what's I, scaring him. I think I was yeah. drunk. Well, and, and 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 then you and then you sprinkle the the four twenty on top of it. So the anxiety is just extra turning, you know. So it just it's okay, man. It's totally cool. No one gives a shit. It's gonna be fine. Nobody does give a shit. You're good. You just will never get a job with Friday beers. Rusty's got you blackballed. <laughs> <laughs> Tank, what's been going on with you, man? How you been uh, since we spoke to you at your? You were the first person to get Mookie Scott and I all in the same room to record a podcast. That's amazing God. to me that we've been doing this show for this long, and that was the first time we were all together in a room was to do your show. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't know that. It was it, it, it was like bringing the Beatles back together or something. I'm like, what? Like, what? What's happening here? Like, why is this a thing? And then yeah, so yeah, you guys came on the show. It was a blast. Uh, definitely want to do more stuff with you guys. And it was just a ton of fun, just bullshitting and talking sports in my basement and drinking with you guys. A lot of, lot of trough talk on that one too. We had a lot, a lot of trough talk. Yep. And then my fucking SD card completely shit the bed and we <laughs> lost the, the, like we, we had like 15 more minutes of trough talk. And then I realized 
it was gone. Yeah, so. we got to finish that conversation because I was, I was, I was upset because we were, we we're getting real deep in there. So that, that, <laughs> we got, we got to do part two of that episode. There will be a part two for sure. But yeah, man, I'm just busy. I'm on like a, I'm on like a local podcasting media circus right now, going around talking to everybody about. Um, I got two big back to back shows coming up on um, Saturday, uh, April 30th. We're doing these uh, inaugural Six Bomb Boards Death Row show. So Six Bomb Boards is the live art um, group that I organize and, and set up events for. And what that is is um, live art is I go to a venue like a brewery or a movie theater. Uh, I bring six plywood boards. I put them on the wall and then we have lights for them. And then each artist goes up, puts paper on it and they draw live in front of you. So usually it takes the artist anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours to complete the drawing. And you get to see it every step of the way. And the themes for the, uh, the drawings are whatever the venue is that we're in. So, you know, if we're at street side or if we're at high grain, we're drawing the names. We pick a name of one of their beers off the wall. Each artist picks a different name. And each person draws a different beer. Or if we're doing a movie theater thing, like we did Demolition Man uh, a couple weekends ago down at Woodward Theater uh, with Woodward Semina and uh, Secret Base Theater. Uh, and we were just drawing shit from the movie. So that's what was been going on with me recently. But all through 2021, we had events. And we sell the art at the end of the show, but not all the art is sold. So that has compelled uh, the death row show to happen uh next saturday april 30th what's going to happen is uh we're showing up at four o'clock we're going to have a gallery wall of artwork you can buy it's all original starting at 50 bucks going up from there probably going to top out about 100 150 depending on the piece and then whatever doesn't sell by 8 30 that night we're going to put into an auction and we're going to say hey uh final price on this anybody want it and if nobody pays the final price that piece of art gets destroyed in front of you so we're lighting shit on fire we're chopping shit up with, with mall ninja weapons <laughs> <laughs> where we're taking scissors to these things they're getting drowned uh yeah they're getting fucked up so if you don't buy it it's going bye-bye <laughs> take when you told me that idea for the show i was like what an amazing idea for an art show like because it's not only do you get like the because i mean I want you to sell all of your artwork, but I also want to see some shit get ruined. So part of me is like, I hope there's at least one or two at the end of the night because that's going to be pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually uh, getting ready to drop the uh, promo uh, commercial for it this weekend. And yeah, something's going up. So come out uh, April 30th, Mad Tree. Come check that. And then the following weekend, May 7th, we're going to be at Cosmic Gorilla down in the Finley Market. Uh, Cosmic Gorilla, if you haven't been there, is incredible. Uh, it's part of the Gorilla Cinema Group. And it uh, the front half of it is a comic book store. The back half is a cocktail bar. And we're oh, going to be drawing... Cool. Yeah, it's sweet. And, and the cocktail bar has cool shit on. They always have like cult movies and anime. They set up uh, video game systems. You can like play like uh, Smash Brothers back there and shit while you're getting hammered. It's really cool. So on Saturday, May 7th, we're going to be outside and we're going to be doing live art of Star Wars stuff all day long. Hell uh, so yeah. Come, yeah. So come through, man. Come check it out. Uh, OTR Bagel uh, right there. Uh, go, go grab breakfast and then come over, hang out with us, drink cocktails, drink beers and uh, watch us draw shit. Hell yeah, man. I love, that is a damn good Tank promo right there. Uh, Tank, Gabe wants to know, is that a Joe Thomas beer in the background that you got behind you? 100% made by Great Lakes, and I think they're doing them yearly. I have seen them two years in a row now. That's pretty badass. Uh, that's, a, that's one of those beers that you want to get and then you're afraid to drink because I, I would hate to – oh, man, that's pretty That's badass. pretty badass. 
That's a pretty amazing. What kind game. of beer is it? Good old fashioned American lager, so you can just drink like fucking fifteen <laughs> Joe Thomases on a nice. on a Sunday, and it's totally cool. What what, what else would a Joe yeah. Thomas beer I was be? Say, what other type of beer would you guess a Joe Thomas would be, Scott? Like a, a so fruited IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just a big old fat white dude offensive line. You gotta go classic American lager. There's, there's no way you can beer. Outside yeah, of that. no, that's true. That, that's there's definitely only one beer choice there. <laughs> uh, Tank, how do you feel? By the way, since we're talking Browns, as a Browns fan, as a big Browns fan, I mean, you, you rock Brown Zubas. You once brought Joe Brown Zubas to the the show as a present. Uh, how you feel about this Deshaun Watson thing, man? I haven't gotten a Browns perspective in a while on this one. Like there was the action, but now that it's sank in, now that the Browns are tweeting out QB one reporting to camp and they got his face smiling in the Twitter picture. <laughs> How's it hitting? It's fucking rough, dude. Like it's just <laughs> not, it's not good. It, it, it's the most Browns thing ever. It's uh, do you guys know the story of the monkey's Paul? Do you know that? Yes, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a total fucking monkey's Paul. Like Browns fans got a whole monkey Paul and they were like, I, I wish that we win a super bowl. And then, the monkey's paw went in and then we got Deshaun Watson. So it's like, yeah, it's great. He's incredible. He's really good at throwing a football, maybe the best quarterback in the league, by the way, likes getting his duck dick touched unsolicited at massage parlors. It's like, fuck man. Like really, this is what we're dealing with. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> Oh, Mike, trying to get me canceled. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. I mean, uh, I know who Christian would take, but I don't know who you would take. Tank. I, I, I'm, I'm going to punt and say Derek Carr. <laughs> the, the other goat. The other goat. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I, I really don't know what to do for this upcoming season because it's the really, like, it, through all the years of losing and just us being shit terrible, like, I got. I got a Browns tattoo when we were, when we went like, uh, like we went like, you know, two and 14, like, you know, two and 12, whatever the fuck just, sorry. I, I completely forget how NFL seasons work in the middle of this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this is like really the first time I felt like shame and that's not fun. No, that's not, that's not fun at all. Uh, take it from a guy who cheers for a franchise that's used to getting arrested. It's not fun when you're like, well, but it's, he's good. I, yeah. I don't <laughs> I feel terrible about it. He's good. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I it. I'm in like this weird spot where like I really haven't been made up my mind on what I'm going to do with the season yet because like morally, I ugh, I feel terrible. But I've been with this team since I was like four years old, and I'm 41. So I don't like. How do I quit loving you? I don't know. And I've been through <laughs> awfulness with you. I've I've been through the worst of the worst with you. I've, I, I went through an entire season where we didn't win an entire Sunday. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. That's not under investigation, though, Tank. You might be all right on that one. They're, they might yeah. find some wrongdoing there uh, and tanking allegations. Uh, did you see the NFL is investigating the Browns off of that? No, I totally missed out on. I, I, again, you guys are where I come from. My sports news. I'm. I'm. Oh you, yeah, sorry you, about that. You, you're That's you're my you're my you're my once a week drop in the jockland, and I appreciate <laughs> you guys for it. No, what, what, what's going on? Fill me in. Because Hugh Jackson made his claims uh, when he was talking about the Brian Flores lawsuit, now the NFL is investigating the Browns for potentially tanking for two seasons uh, with, with Hugh Jackson at the helm. 
So you <laughs> might you might get some uh, some vindication there that they weren't that bad. They were that bad on purpose. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were <laughs> that they bad hang, on purpose. Did they hang banners for that? Night, yeah. Not quite that bad. <laughs> we were not as bad as we Yeah, there's like an <laughs> asterisk beside it. It's pretty good if you think about it. To be that bad that you lose all your games <laughs> on purpose is almost impressive in the NFL. Like that, yeah, that's kind true. Of, that's pretty good, uh, especially since nobody noticed it or questioned it until just now. Like you were, you were very good at being bad. <laughs> well, guys, done. I mean for real, we could have been a four and twelve team. I mean, come on, like we had it in us, <laughs> but we were tanking it. We were holding it back. Yeah, come on, man. Shane saying, I love that the Browns have to argue that they sucked because they sucked and it wasn't on purpose. I'm going with Chase on this one. That They, they constantly find new ways to lose. <laughs> Biscuit, a gigantic Browns fan, and I will not support this team as long as he is on the team and this family owns the teams. Wow. wow. He teams. He was take, he's taking out the crew as well. Biscuit's like, no crew, no Browns. I don't care. Screw them all. That's impressive. Where, I mean, where do I go? Do I go over to the Bengals? You, you can. It's you can not. It's not a bad time to go over to the Bengals. That's the thing. Like, say, if you're going to meander on over, this is a good a time as any to have a good excuse and a timely excuse. Like, yeah, I can't support this team. And hey, Bengals, going on over here? <laughs> Do it I, now before uh, they have to pay Jamar Chase because that ain't gonna happen, and this is all gonna go downhill real and, quick. Like when when they were in the playoffs, like I didn't go all the way with the Bengals. I was kind of held back, but I definitely got under the shirt with the Bengals during that playoff. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Uh, Tank, I'm, I apologize ahead of time for showing this comment, but Chase said, come to Baltimore just like the original team did. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Ah, let's talk baseball! Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. It's a deep burn. I I had to you, chase. <laughs> I had to pull the ripcord on you, man, because that was it was too good of a burp not to show, but it was also really mean. The the only good thing about your city is the fucking wire, and now that Omar's gone, or like, uh, it, it, what do you got? They got oh, a new one shit. coming out. There's a new show coming out on HBO based on Baltimore PD, and it's a bunch of the same guys from the wire are coming back. So you got another Baltimore cop show. I can't wait. What could go wrong? I, nothing. What could go <laughs> wrong? Absolutely nothing. 
Uh, all right, let's talk baseball. Scott, I, I got to get your take on this because people were big mad this week when the Padres unveiled their uniforms for next season that have a big old Motorola logo patch right on the sleeve, and people are losing their goddamn minds. I haven't seen baseball fans this upset since Nike put a swoosh on the Yankees uniform. And they were like, that's holy land. You can't desecrate the pinstripes like that with a swoosh. Everybody else can have it, but not us. Uh, but now the Padres are like, yeah, fuck it. Here we go. Motorola patch on the sleeve. Let's roll. We got uh, NASCAR and baseball now. Scott, how pissed are you about this, if at all? I don't care. <laughs> like, is the game going to move quicker? Like, are more people going to watch the fucking game? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the sport not to die. So they can plaster stickers all over the, the players' asses if it'll get more people to watch the fucking <laughs> game so that I can continue to watch baseball uninhibited for, you know, the rest of my natural born life. Like, that's all I want. Like, I, I don't care about, like, ads and shit. We've gotten used to it. You know, there's Wish. The, the, the Wish thing was funny with the Lakers for about 10 minutes and then we all got over it like you know they've got it on the the practice jerseys and the end of like i don't care i don't give a shit just i want my teams to win and i want people to watch the sport so that it still exists that's what i want so whatever that entails go for it tank what do you think about baseball selling out you know, I, I let me ask this it, who's getting the money from it? Do the owners get the money or do the players get the money? I think I know, I know, I know the answer, and I know the answer. I don't mind if there's advertisement on a jersey if it's something where the player gets the money for it. So, like in UFC or MMA in general, when dudes and boxing when guys have sponsors on their shorts, but I know that those fighters are getting paid by those sponsors to do it, I'm totally cool with that all day. But I, I get super annoyed when pro teams like I'm just inundated by marketing all over the stadium to begin with, and now I got to have it on the fucking jersey. So like when I go and buy like an FCC jersey, I gotta be walking around with like Mercy Health in the middle of my chest. Like, yeah, I'm super in the hospitals. Like, what the fuck? Big, big hospital fan, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I I'm not I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I and I'm, I'm not not because I'm a purist. It's just it's just it just annoys me. I'm not a purist, but just I, I again I getting marketed everywhere else in the stadium. Can we just keep it off of one or two things so that it's just not everywhere? I totally agree with you on that. I do I do I, I will tell you that the uh, I, I read that they are not putting the logo on like the authentic or the replica jerseys that get sold. It's just the players that will be wearing them because it's probably because Motorola didn't pay that much for the sponsorship deal. But here's my here's what I was thinking on this. I'm like these owners went into labor negotiations talking about how hard it is to make money as a baseball <laughs> owner, saying they can't pay these players anymore. We got to come in low ball on the CBT. Knowing in the background, they're about to put patches all over the fucking uniforms and make so much more cash. What a dick move. That is the, uh, that uh, I'm sorry, guys. The, this one has earned it. If I can find it quickly, it's been a while. Uh, and I, I can't even find it now. Uh, I was thinking. Baseball owners, motherfucker of the week, in my opinion. That is 100. Awful, awful stuff to, to argue in bad faith like that. Who saw that coming? I mean, what, you, have, you have like, what, like 80 some home games a year. And then. 
ticket sales off of that, which you're you're selling multiple tickets per game that are hundred they're hundreds of dollars at least, and then you got con- concessions, you got merch, you got everything else. I mean. It, it, it pisses me off when like Phil Castellini is like, oh, it's so hard to make money in this town. Fuck you, dude. Like you're doing just fine. Like you're you're not hurting. Fuck you, dude. He's a fucking cunt. Phil Castellini's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Just the worst kind of cunt, too. That piece of shit. Just fucking just smarmy nepotism on display. Just <laughs> he, he just he just dropped out of the right fucking pussy and now boom, here he is. <laughs> And he's a he's an instant millionaire that's never had to do shit in his entire life. Fuck that. First guy. of all, where are you gonna go? <laughs> Such a condescending fucking thing to say. Where are you oh. gonna go? <laughs> Ed said, "I'm sorry, sir. I don't watch football." Uh, good call. Call <laughs> back to the rant. Appreciate you. Biscuit said, "Just go ahead and sell every space on the uniform so they can pay for their own fucking stadiums and pay to have players, good players, stay on the large team like Castellanos." Um, hmm. Solid yeah. argument. I, I agree That's what with I'm that. Saying. If I mean, if, if it gets butts in the seat, if it makes the team more popular, whatever, like if it works for the fans and it works for the sport and the bigger picture, then fine. Here's the thing, though. Uh, they are going to do this. Like the Reds are going to do this eventually. They're going to put probably like a P and G patch on their, their uniform or something. They'll get some local company. Uh, and then it'll be a huge deal and they won't sign anybody. And they'll be like, we can't afford our pay. Our players. Also, <laughs> yeah. Here's our other new sponsor. Fucking Dingle McDickhead. Yeah. <laughs> What out of the Reds? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, what does Dingle McDickhead sell? <laughs> the official dickhead of the Reds. You can be the official anything of anybody with enough money. The official dickhead of the Reds is just some dude that like goes to the Holy Grail and throws pint glass at random women. It's like, oh yeah, he's he's sponsored by the team. I think the official dickhead of the Reds is Phil Castellini. That's true, one hundred percent. There it is. There it is. Give yourself a rap one, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh, shit. Speaking of the Padres, the Reds were playing the Padres this week, (laughs) and uh, apparently Tommy Pham wanted to fight the entire team. Uh, If you missed what happened, Luke Voigt was coming from first base on a double. He was trying to score. Uh, and Luke Voigt is a big boy. He's 255 pounds. That dude is it's huge. A, it's a lot of train coming down the tracks as Luke Voigt is picking up that steam around third base. Uh, there was a play at the plate. Tyler Stevenson uh, it went to make the play. It carried him into the base path a little bit. Voigt destroyed him. It blew him up. Uh, he held onto the ball, but he got concussed and he's out. And uh, the Reds were none too happy with it. Uh, Tommy Pham threatened to fight Voight. Uh, he said that there's a reason he studies boxing and Muay Thai. He's like, I know a gym owner. We can settle this right now. Like, God damn, Tommy Pham. Uh, so I want to just played down. for him last year. He was, these he were his was, brothers a year ago. <laughs> he's in the locker room last year being like, I will fight anybody for you motherfuckers. And this year he's like, I'm going to fight those motherfuckers. <laughs> I love it. 
Sports is so great for that reason. <laughs> Tommy Pham, by the way, he is going to be an immediate – after this, he is an immediate star in Cincinnati. Look at who Cincinnati loves. They love Demir Garrett guy. for fighting all of the Pirates. Yeah, they love yeah. Astiano's last year for flexing over the Cardinals pitcher. This is it. Tommy Pham is now the new favorite Red. Uh, they love Yasiel Puig. Reds fans loved Puig. He was here for 10 minutes. I love Puig because he wanted to fight everybody. This is the type of guy that Reds fans are going to absolutely fall in love (laughs) and be furious when he leaves in the year. Yeah, he's totally gone after this year. Take your big baseball aficionado. I want to show you this play at the plate. You tell me if it's dirty. Now, I can't play the actual clip it's from Valley Sports <laughs> I went ahead and took some still frames here. So this is coming in for the tag uh, as he's sliding into the plate. As you can see, Tyler Stevenson moving into the base path to make the play as yeah. he's allowed to do. Next screen, there's Voight chopping Stevenson's head off. Elbows straight to the back of the dome. Both hands wrapped around the back of his head as he's starting his slide. And then it finishes with him slamming Stevenson's head off the ground like he hit him with a goddamn stone cold stunner. And then he said, I didn't, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. I I hope he's okay over there. It seemed fine. (laughs) Let's look at it from another view, Tank. There he is. Stevenson's head off, heading into the plate. They reviewed this and said it wasn't an illegal slide. There was no not, you, you can't you can't just RKO a man out of nowhere on the base path like that's just yes. Thank you, Robert, Robert Taylor. Taylor thank that you. RKO'd his ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this. Uh, yeah. Look here. Here's where I'm at on it. If you you're allowed to stand on the tracks when the train's coming through, that's fine. But you you can't fucking bulldog a man when you're the train. Like you can hit him, but you can't like you can't like try to exorcist him. Like that's not how baseball works. I was I was laughing so hard when I saw this slide because I was like, oh man, they're gonna hit so many Padres today, and then they didn't throw at anybody. I was like, what? you gotta be kidding me. No, you don't do it the day after. The next game is when there's gonna be all of them. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is this is one of those baseball beefs that next year in spring training, right? Uh, it's going to get hit in the head by some guy who's not making the it's team. It's going to be an October <laughs> game that both teams are out of it, and they're like, "Oh, it's the last series of the season," and they're playing in Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, Tank Robert said, "Nice Major League Two reference that you had there," uh, and then Biscuit said, "Fam is a juggalo just wanting to fight everyone." Family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Reds are pushing social media so hard right now. They should they should send fam to the gathering this year and just let him hang out for three days and follow him around with the camera. That'd be oh, awesome. Shit. Yeah, that would be pretty badass. But Mike, you're 100 percent right. Cincinnati fans love dudes that will fight in baseball. Like seriously, if if you want to get over here, like just first day in, come out, go step up the bat, turn around, punch a catcher, instant hero. <laughs> Like it's I'll insane. never forget the love affair that this city had with Ryan Freel. Oh, Ryan fucking Freel. This city so Ryan Freel. I remember growing up, people were like, How cool is Rob Dibble? It's like he he's actually pretty much like a felon, but sure, he's cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> they loved him. They loved it. They were like, Oh, the nasty boys, they'll fight somebody. One's got a fucking grenade in his locker. These guys are the best. It's like, no, they, they might have something wrong with them. Uh, <laughs> Christian, you just gave a look like you've never heard this story. You didn't you don't know about the nasty boys in Cincinnati? 
Well, you want to be quiet for the whole baseball talk? I have no idea what's going on, period. <laughs> <laughs> no, no clue. All right, good. Good talk, man. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. No, this just all- baseball. Like, that's the only reason. Well, Not and this all. This also might be one of those moments where we're showing our age here because, like, we're talking the nasty boys. We're talking early nineties. So, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a definitely dated reference. Definitely showing our age talking baseball because let's face it, (laughs) yeah, that's that's one hundred percent accurate. Not many people, and we let off the show with it. Smart move on my part. Good planning, Mike. (laughs) You would think six years in, I'd be like. Baseball, let's move that to the C block. Let's, let's not <laughs> off. doesn't doesn't push the needle. Quit trying to make baseball happen. <laughs> but you're making uh, Scott oh, yeah. happy. <laughs> you do. I, I will talk baseball. You see, I, I didn't give a shit in the open. I'm sitting there bitching about the A's attendance. <laughs> Something right. nobody even in Oakland gives a fuck about. Okay, I won't talk baseball then. Let's talk gambling. Did you see that Charlie Blackman from the Rockies is the I first did. MLB player? He signed with uh, a betting an online sports book. He's like the spokesperson of an online sports book, an yes. active MLB player, the same MLB who's like, nope, Pete Rose bet on baseball, banned for life. <laughs> Charlie Blackman, go ahead, rep that shit. Just don't talk about baseball when you do it. Like he's <laughs> he's legit out in the open, baseball betting. Guy. I feel like I feel like the next call that went out after that uh, that release went out was to Calvin Ridley, right? Like you got to call up Calvin Ridley. Like Calvin, I hear you're looking for some cash. You heard, heard, you got some time, heard you got some time on your hands. <laughs> yeah, you you want to pump our shit? We we just signed Charlie Blackman. You'll be the biggest name on our book. <laughs> like Charlie, who? Uh, fuck it, I'm in. That's the other thing. Like, is Charlie Blackman really, uh, really going to be the face you want? Or are there going to be people? I, I feel like if you see a, a commercial, Tank and Christian, you guys are not baseball fans. If you see a commercial with some guy talking maximbet.com and he's like, I'm Charlie Blackman, or you, you would have no idea, right? I, I would know who Charlie Blackman is just because of what he looks like. Yes. Like, okay. That was just going to say the only reason you fair. might is yeah. because of the, the beard. If you but put a guy that, with like a plain face and like, no facial hair or anything up there. I'd be like, besides like Trout, I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Which is like every other baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only time you recognize baseball players is that they get like Thor hair or who was that one asshole back in the day that had like the new metal beard that was huge and was a pitcher or something? Oh, was the like, dude from the Giants. Uh, yeah. The yeah, that, yeah, that guy. Well, Brian Wilson. Thank you. Yeah. Brian. I yeah. was going to say the, the uh, Beach Boys guy and I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or like Prince Fielder, like somebody who's just who's 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 just like the body type you just don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball dudes just don't stick out. How many guys can do like I feel like there's only a handful of guys who can do a national campaign anyways in baseball. Like there's you can't I I would probably struggle to name 10 baseball players who I would be like the general public would know who this guy is if they saw him on their TV. I feel like I'd be a good like radar for that too yeah, I yeah you, you, you know, know, yeah. the words you're looking for 
And yeah. here's the other thing too. Let's say you're not allowed to put them in a baseball uniform because you can't have baseball and betting together. Oh, yeah. So this has to be just dude wearing clothes. Uh, there is there is not many. No, baseball I, want, I want Charlie Blackman wearing the old generic looking Colorado baseball jersey. It just says <laughs> Colorado across it. It is just white. <laughs> it would be something. No, if they do the exact same letter, it would just say like Colorado rocks or something <laughs> just off from the original. <laughs> yeah, I, I need that. All right, listen, we'll stop talking baseball. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. All right, let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about. Let's talk football. Oh, we've come a long way in six years. Look at those transition graphics. So Dude, good. One, one of my favorite parts of the show uh, <laughs> is, is the transition graphics. There's so much fun. Uh, Hank, did you watch any USFL this weekend? I did not, but I want to because I'm a firm believer if football's on TV, I will watch. I just totally forgot about it, man. And I started seeing it pop up. Uh, my dude, Jackie Miller, uh, his uh, his cousin is playing for one of the teams. So, oh, really? And he, and he was talking about it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I totally forgot it was opening weekend for USFL. Are all the games taking place in the same spot? Like, they're not traveling, right? They're all in Birmingham? Yeah, I think so because he lives in Alabama. That's bizarre to be like, listen, we got yes. the Pittsburgh Marauders. All of their games are played here in Birmingham, just like everybody else. In this <laughs> I mean, I get it from like a cost perspective, but also that's super strange. I don't know. If yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. I don't understand. Like, and I also don't understand when they have teams that are in cities that already have NFL teams. Like that's really strange to me. Like, why would you just not pick secondary markets that have no shot of getting NFL team and just give them a team? Cause then people would actually rally around that shit. Yeah. This, this city would, uh, uh would probably be like, well, I guess now that the Bengals are good, they, they might not. I was going to say there are some cities that, would welcome a different team, I think. They'd be like, yeah, yeah no. Cleveland would rally all the way around the USFL team. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the USFL team would do gangbusters right now in Cleveland. They're like, and, and the promos would just be like, we don't have Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like, that would just be their promo. It's like, come out and root for your Cleveland whatevers. We don't have Deshaun Watson. They would have that picture of Deshaun arriving in Cleveland and they would put out the tweet that says, he will never be our QB1 arriving to training camp. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Retweets. It would be, I was going to say, and you would get all like all the marketing. Like people would love that in fucking Cleveland right now. You could get the Tomes out there. Like, yeah, we bought season tickets to the Cleveland whatevers. Like we dropped the Browns, but here we are at the Cleveland whatevers. 
<laughs> it's amazing to me that Jim Tomey still carries weight in the city of Cleveland. Of course. There's nothing more Cleveland than that. That, that yeah, fucking Jim Tomey is royalty. Yeah, he's a made man in Cleveland. For sure. <laughs> That's so Cleveland. I love it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, Go so what do you guys think? So what do you guys think about it? Like, are you guys gonna check out the season? You're gonna watch? Like, I I, I saw last oh, week I'm, when you you I completely forgot that it was happening last week. I kept hearing USFL too, like in my peripheral, and I'm like, why are people talking about that? Like, it doesn't it still have a few more months or whatever? Like, I didn't realize that the games had already fucking started. Yeah, and then well, and then I oh, you guys did the excellent segment last week with all the mascots, which was which was killer. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot to like put this on my calendar to actually watch the games. <laughs> well, you'll be special. The New Orleans toothpaste did pull out the win. I don't. All know right, they won. they won. And also the Blascot New New Jersey Generals, uh, the black mascot also won. So Blascot. the show. The Hell show yeah. mascots went two and zero this uh, this past week. <laughs> Very excited for that. I did tune I forgot, in a little I bit. Forgot about the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, what a genius marketing it. campaign! Oh, it's it's amazing. Uh, that's that's one of those where everybody sat around and they were like, "Okay, we're the general." So he's wearing a hat, right? Yeah. What can we do different? Make him black. Whoa. <laughs> Do you think maybe they'll get like uh, Master P's gold tank out of storage and let him drive it on the field? Oh, like God, that's the only yes. way. It, I, it's the natural progression of where this could go. <laughs> I need this. Uh, Gabe said the drone camera almost made me puke, but it was decent watching. Uh, yeah, if you guys didn't see it, they were they were big on the drone camera throughout the USFL. I, I feel like these leagues are always like testing leagues, right? For yes, yes. steal eventually. And the one thing everybody was pointing to was the uh, they put trackers in the ball to mark first downs and, and mark where the ball went down so that there's Whoa. no need for measurements. Yeah, everybody was really excited about this technology, and it works pretty well. But, like, all the kickers and the quarterbacks are bitching, saying that there's an extra four and a half or five ounces inside the ball. So it's completely <laughs> off. The kickers of are like it's not distributed evenly, so the balls are acting weird. I'm like, this is the best way to be like, I know it's shitty football. We're not that good, but it's because of the ball, right? It's not. <laughs> Shea Patterson is like, it couldn't be me. <laughs> Look, I I am a kicking maven. I I bomb all through the uprights, but this fucking ball right here, it's gonna make me look real shoddy. I'm just letting you know. I'm not gonna yeah. perform my best with this fucking ball and your gimmick shit. That's actually pretty good. Like, imagine your agent, but like my client, you know, he wants to let it known that you can look at his stats from this past season in the USFL. But look, they they have a fucking gimmicky ass ball and shit happens. So like, you gotta factor that in when you're thinking about not signing him or signing him to a big time deal. I like gimmicky shit though, and I love bad football. I mean, I remember growing up, I would I would watch the European league. Uh, when when they had oh like NFL God. Europe, NFL Europe, oh, yeah, I watched Europe. that shit too. That it was, was way fun. Good bad football. Well, and somebody would always come out of it. There would always be a couple guys that would then filter into the league next season that were dominant yes. at that level. And uh, I, I remember reading an article on like Rolling Stone or something where they interviewed players that were in the league and they were like, yeah, basically we just kind of traveled around Europe and then we got shit faced in beer halls. And, and then the next yes. day we wake up hungover I, and go play. 
I remember that article because yeah, it, it like chronicled like how much they loved playing in like Germany and shit because it was just yeah. like all it was just all sorts of just drunken shit shows after every game. Yeah, yeah, and they everybody partied out, and they actually did have like a bunch of fans that were into it, and uh, you know it became kind of like a cult thing, you know, where people were kind of following it around. It was it was niche; it wasn't like the Premier League or anything like that to that level. But there was a few thousand people in each one of those places that dug it. Um, so yeah, I, I miss it. I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys think that we'll get uh, international NFL teams at some point? I know I'm totally going in a oh, weird you're good. I think they are trying their damnedest to make that happen. They want, they want something. I just don't know how that would work in terms of scheduling. Like I feel like it would just have to be a totally different league all on its own again. Yeah. Uh, but with some type of way to get those players to America and American players over there, because man, they want it, but I, I don't know. I can't imagine how you take a team from like England and go, okay, you got you're in uh San right Francisco this week and next week you're back home and then you're going to Cleveland. Good luck, fuckers. Like that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. but they clearly want it, right? Or else they wouldn't be sending Jacksonville there every year to play in London. <laughs> so, it is Jacksonville sure. a lot, right? Like a lot of times. Yeah, it's Jacksonville constantly. Uh, but, but I always wonder why they just don't like try to tap into Canada or, or like Mexico first, because there's definitely we, we, we I mean, we've seen like the Expos and the Blue Jays work in Canada and we've seen like the Grizzlies and the Raptors in the NBA. Why couldn't we have like a Toronto team or a Vancouver team that was in the league? And also same thing with like Mexico, like Mexico City is one of the largest fucking cities on the planet. You're telling me you couldn't get like 50,000 people to come out to watch a game? I think, well, and again, I think they're trying, like, because didn't they do a game in Mexico City recently? Well, they've done games in both places, like Toronto, and they did the Mexico City game. Like, they've done games in those cities. Like, they're trying to tap into that market. Well, and and I think with that push, too, we were talking about it last week, that push, too, to get uh, flag football in the Olympics – they're really trying to make the game appeal outside, yeah, outside yeah. of just the U.S. And I think that's if they can get that, and they get if they get that showcased in the Olympics, you're going to see a big boom around the world, and that's when they can start expanding that footprint. Well, and, and it, that's always been the argument against internationally, right? Is it's too costly of a sport? I mean, everybody has soccer because you just need a ball or like wrap a bunch of tape into a ball and then take a stick in the dirt and draw a line and go, here's this goal, here's that goal, defend it. I mean, it's a very cheap sport to play and it's a very easy sport to understand. Whereas football, you know, you're talking helmets, you're talking shoulder pads, jerseys, all, you know, buying your own cleats, all that shit. And it does limit who has access to the game. If you could get, if you get flagged to go international, I mean, again, now you just go back to, Hey, tear, take a t-shirt, cut it up. Everybody gets two strips of the t-shirt, right. st- sticks in their shorts, and we need a ball. And it's a way, it, it's a game that's now way more accessible to more of the planet. Yep, 100%. Uh, and then once, and then they, the kids can make the, the jump. Because the, then they'll start, the NFL will start scamming kids, uh, you know, 13, 14-year-olds. Oh, Dominican, right, at, right out of the flag football league. Come on to America for high school and college. <laughs> play football. It's just going to be some little kid that can run a, a four flat 40. And they're like, hey, guess what? You're going to Florida. Uh, and then we got this NIL deal you're going to sign and you're mm-hmm. gonna bank, uh, and then you'll be in the league. It's going to happen. They will prey on those little kids without a doubt. But that's the plan. That's what they uh, grow the, the NFL, game. baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd, I'd be I'd be stoked in, in 15 to 20 years to see the Francis Ngannou story, but in the NFL, like that would be great to see <laughs> somebody come from like working in the mines of Africa and are now a multimillionaire that's playing on Sundays. Like that would be incredible to me. And again, I would just like to see the sports spread worldwide. I, th- I think it's coming uh, eventually. I don't know when, but I think it's coming. Uh, by the way, Tank Biscuit said Tank just became one of my favorite people. Love the son of a plumber shirt, sir. <laughs> Biscuit, sorry about the fuck you earlier. You're the man, obviously. <laughs> like, great taste, smart dude. I just go. I I I just turn into Trump when I come on your show. Where anybody anybody that attacks me, I just fucking go for their head. Wrong. But then anybody that says one thing nice, I'm like the best, tremendous. So <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, Tank Biscuit said MLB already signs kids out of high school, so why not the NFL? Uh, because they don't have to, I would say, is the only reason. Yeah. They, can, they can let them go get their heads kicked in a little bit in college for, for free. They don't have to pay them shit for that. So, Well, they, who's, ready to make, who's ready on the football level to make the jump from high school to the, to the pro game? I mean, that would be a staggering step to do that. Yeah. that imagine, imagine being like 19 years old. You catch a pass, like you get a screen pass, and then Bobby Wagner's waiting for you. <laughs> like it's a little yeah. different than like the MLB or the NBA. Like it is way that. different than high school. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, you you were like the fucking prom king like six months ago, and all of a sudden Cleo Mack meets you in the hole. It's like, oh fuck, I made a mistake. Uh, I feel like kids just out of college experience that I can't imagine and. Uh, a fucking 14 year old or uh, 18 year old. I can do 14 year old. Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser got Doogie Hauser the NFL. <laughs> that kid would die. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd pay to see that kid's first and last game. <laughs> USFL was fun though this weekend, guys. <laughs> I kept seeing like tweets. This Like, I didn't watch it, but I literally kept seeing tweets that were like so serious. Like, the caption would be like, history has been made. And it was all during the first game. Like, first punt. First touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, yeah. yeah, it was – I mean, it's not good football. I'll tell you who watched it. I guarantee you Mookie watched it, and I guarantee you he lost a lot of money on it. Because that's what the USFL, USFL is for. It's just for degenerate gamblers who are like, I need, <laughs> I need, I need to bet on football right now. Please, please, dear God. Uh, um, Scott, let's talk about your boy Devo. Devo Samuel uh, has no. requested a trade from the Niners. No, no, you don't no. want to talk about it, or no, he didn't do that. No, both. I don't want to talk about it. It didn't happen. Nothing to talk about. I, I don't no. know, Scott. You kind of been going in hard on the Browns all episodes. You can't be that bravado in text earlier and then come in here and be like, I don't want to talk about it. No, you, uh, you that's fine. I am standing my ground. Like, dude, you got to go. Like the NFL isn't, isn't designed to have fucking wide receivers and skill position players making the same amount as quarterbacks. Like I love Debo unique skill set, but first time my man has stayed healthy and he's asking for over 25 mil. See ya. There's always some dumbass team that's willing to pay that shit. And if it ain't going to be us, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like there, unless the salary cap is going away tomorrow, I'm done. And this all started because, uh, 
Because free agency. Because fucking cool. free agency. Yeah, and Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Kirk. In in Jacksonville, isn't the GM? Didn't he used to work for the Niners, Scott? Yeah, that motherfucker, Trent Bulky, that piece of shit. <laughs> it's amazing that you can get fucked by a GM that doesn't even isn't even a part of your organization anymore. Like that's how bad it is. Like, and it was funny at the beginning of free agency. It was like, oh ha ha ha, look at that. It's really fucking up the free agency market. Wow, that's crazy. And I like also had the jokes about like, oh wow, Debo. I didn't realize it was gonna end up here where it was just, oh fuck you, I want out. Like this this degraded quickly. Like it got not funny in a fucking hurry. And so like fuck you, Trent Bulky. But also, like, seriously, if if anybody out there is like, well, we'll give you like 10 firsts. We'll give you like a kind of similar to what the, the fucking Chiefs got for Tyreek. I'm all in because in the NFL, you can't win if a, a non quarterback is making all that fucking money. Like you already said it about Chase. Like you already know when it comes. Like it's it's like it's the end of that good feeling run. Like when dudes want to get paid, it's fucking over. When dudes want to get paid, like, and that's that's the shitty part, right? Look, look, that's the shitty part. I am all about dudes getting paid. Like they sacrifice their bodies. They they deserve not by their- my team. Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> the way the rules are designed, I want you to get that bag. I just don't want the the bag to say San Francisco 49ers on it. That's all. Like we got to Scott- play these rules. I'm trying to win fucking game, baby. Scott's going full geezer on this. He's like, you remember when they used to play for the name on the front of the jersey? And it's like, All right, Scott. Like, OWG Kaiser making an appearance. This, this is my same thing. It's the same thing with Freddie. It's like, thank you for the memories. We got a younger, cheaper version of you. See you later. Business. It's a business, baby. Thanks for the memories. Back in my day, wide receivers would give somebody a hometown discount. This is some bullshit. I'm not even saying Debo should take a discount. He should absolutely get his. He should just get it from the Jets. Like, the Jets are always on the, the hook for some dumb shit. Like, that's who should pay him, not, not the 49ers. I mean, but it's really fucked up that that bulky like went out there and screwed everything up. Like I really, I'm like, let's not get it twisted. Like that is really fucking annoying. Like what an ass clown. I mean, is that decision that you have to make now where it's like, I mean, on one hand, you do have to advocate for yourself, right? Like you have to be like, Hey, this is my career. So I work for, I'm worth this money. This is what I need. But if you ask for too high of a price tag, you're going to get relegated to some team that really has no shot of making the playoffs. And you might spend your entire life, like never being in a playoff game or like even close to a championship. Like that's, that's something you got to kind of think about. I don't know where to fall on that. Like, where does that sweet spot become where it's like, I've made X amount of dollars and, but I'm still competitive and we got a chance to do the thing I came here to do. I wonder if this is going to be a moving point next CBA for them to try to uh, bargain like a salary cap by position. So I feel like in a salary cap sport, that's seriously really the only way you can manage something like this because now, yeah. now it's totally changed, right? Like before Pat Mahomes reset the quarterback market and what quarterbacks could, you know, next guy up was going to have to be paid more than Patrick Mahomes. Now it's done it to the wide receivers and you can't keep resetting the market. Like this is what drove, running backs to be completely indisposable or I'm sorry, disposable in the NFL. Like they're just like, well, fuck it. Running backs are a dime a dozen. We'll get somebody on a, on a rookie deal and he'll run the ball because we're throwing anyways. So screw it. Couldn't it be what eventually turns the NFL 
back to like a running league uh, and, and not necessarily this high flying because eventually people aren't going to be able to afford the wide receivers, right? Like it's going to, well, that's where we're already there. Like, I think the bubble is already there. Like first in one off season. (laughs) Yes. Like Christian Kirk making 20, 20 million dollars, like through everything out of whack, dude. Like on what planet is he worth that much fucking money, dude? Robert uh, Tank Green with you said, ask for too much and bam, your quarterback is now too a bitch. (laughs) That's rough. And he said the Mahomes contract is so fucking amazing. It is. At the time, the dollar amount was so much, but it is structured in a very team-friendly way. And that's the other thing. There's a salary cap, but there's not really a salary cap. Like, if you look at what LA has done, there is not a salary cap. It just keeps getting restructured. And eventually, you're going to have a team that's pulling a Bobby Bonilla and somebody's going to yeah, be getting paid for 50 years after they retire because <laughs> it's all deferred money on a contract. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I I, feel, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, on one hand, I agree with you. Like, maybe there should be something for a position where you, where you cap out at because it's like, it's absurd to think like, you know, a receiver asking for quarterback money because quarterbacks have way more value than receivers do. I mean, the top, I mean, just they're, they're asked to do more. It's, it's, it's a more, it, there's just more to that position. But at the same time, it's like, do you think the market at some point corrects itself the way it has with the draft where, you know, now your big contracts, your second contract, it's no longer your first contract. Yeah, it, there will definitely be something that helps to correct this market because it's it's just not sustainable. Like it's it's completely impossible to pay quarterbacks what they're due and pay these wide receivers this type of money. There, no team can function that way. Uh, but Scott, let me ask you this. I know it hurts to lose Debo. But what if this is what the Niners can leverage to get Jimmy G out the door too? package Debo and Jimmy G together and ship them both. Out. Huh? Huh? Feeling a little bit better about losing your boy. It's that it's not that bad of a deal, right? I mean, no matter what, neither one of them is probably going to play another down of football for the 49ers again. So either way, I'm going to be happy. But again, I'm trying to get him to the Jets. Like, I need a team. I, I want the early draft picks. So the Jets are always qualified for that. They're always in a good spot to be in a top 10 pick. Plus, I need volume. And the, the Jets have like that volume, but they don't need the quarterback. So they're not worried about Jimmy. So it's like, eh, I don't need to package Jimmy's baggage. Like, I, I just need to get rid of these two separate fucking entities in, in, in one offseason. That's like, I just need to be rid of both of them. Mark it down. Jimmy G and Debo to the Patriots. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, I think Bill has been trying to get Jimmy G back. And hasn't been able to do it, but now he's going to be able to use this Debo thing and be like, listen, Bobby, we got to get, we got to get Debo in here, but also the Niners want Jimmy G to, to be thrown in. So just send him back here too. And uh, Bill's going to work some magic with, uh, with old Jimmy G taking over from Mac Jones. That's, there you go, Scott. Uh, that's your wish come true, right? Can't wait. You and Tank led off the show talking about monkey paw. That's my, that's my monkey paw. <laughs> like, oh, I want to get the assets and get rid of these players, and then they're going to the Patriots. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ryan said thanks from the nightmare fuel, Mike. And Robert agrees with me. Debo to New England is my pick. There you go. Um, I'm just saying. I'm saying Bill just figures out a way to get Jimmy G in this package too. All right, we're we're two fingers down on this monkey paw for the show. So <laughs> we got one more of ultimate regret. Christian, either you or Mike, something's going to happen here in the future. We got a half hour left.
When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Oh, man. Uh, let's, uh, let's switch gears here. Let's talk a little basketball, fellas, as soon as I can find it. Boom shakalaka! We got a uh, all right, and my uh, Alexa device just started going off. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> NBA playoffs <laughs> underway. Scott, another sporting event that you probably did not watch this weekend. NBA I, did, I didn't watch a damn bit of it. A damn bit of it. I kept getting texts about it too. I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about? Such and such won't be available for game four. Game four, what? You know, I was so confused because I kept hearing promos for like the play-in tournament, and I was like. When is the play-in tournament? Oh, wait, that already happened. Oh, wait, the real playoffs are already underway. Like, wait, what? Like, everything moved really quickly. And then I'm like, it. none of this matters. It's just wake me up in June when the finals start. <laughs> yes. Like, there's two months of playoffs in the NBA. Wake me up in fucking June. I don't need to know any of what's happening. It's another season. Christian is furious about this. So mad. No, no, I didn't. Again, LeBron's not in the playoffs, so I don't really care. So I only, watched, <laughs> I only watched the Celtics Nets game, and oh my god, it was the most conflicting fucking game of my life because Kyrie's a douche, like we all know that. So like, yes. fuck Kyrie Irving, but he's playing the Celtics, so it's like, ooh, what's yeah, worse? that's a good point. You know I mean, <laughs> so it was, it was just, it was, yeah, I don't know, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't happy with the result. I definitely wasn't happy with the fucking result. I I wanted the Nets to win that so bad when Kyrie Irving started giving double middle fingers to the fans. (laughs) Yeah, he turned around and gave them uh, double birds behind his head, and the fans lost it. And then he was like, and did like the fake crying face. I was like, oh, he is all the way into this villain role in Boston. Yes, I love it now. I'm I'm a fan of Kyrie. And then he <laughs> hit a shot and just gave him the bird as he was running down the, yeah, the court. And he, I think he ended up getting fined like fifty thousand dollars for a lot it. of money. It's and actually crazy like, though because Kyrie is not eating or drinking right now. Or right, maybe he's, he's just naturally but, crazy. Yeah, like he cannot <laughs> like eat or drink from like the hours for like twelve hours a day or something like that. Like crazy like he can't hydrate so like i don't know it's bizarre and he's still balled out he still had a hell of a game tank do you care at all about the nba uh at all uh not just the playoffs just in general no i (laughs) like (laughs) the the um uh the nba to me is like christian and baseball i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sit here in the in the bottom box here and just chill for a minute y'all gonna talk about this and then we'll move on like yeah, man. I don't know. I, I just, I, um, I, I just never really had a connect. I mean, I remember like growing up within the nineties, like during Jordan and stuff, but, uh, you know, now I just don't really have a connection to the game. I I've often wondered why Cincinnati has never got a pro team when like, we're like the amount of colleges that people love in this area would be a great umbrella to have for a team. I mean, you have UC, you have Xavier, you have Louisville, you got UK all within this region. Even, even the flyers up in Dayton, like people love basketball here. Give us a fucking pro team. 
I wonder if that's why they won't, because it, it's kind of like how you don't get an NFL team in Austin, Texas, because it's like they're too much of a college town. Like they 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 ride too hard for the college team that they wouldn't support the pro team in the, the way we need them to. So they, there could be something to that actually working against the city of Cincinnati where they're like, damn, look at all these good colleges around. Well, fuck, we can't. Never mind. Maybe, maybe we'll play you guys WNBA team. I'd take a WNBA team. I, I'd be cool with a, a WNBA team. Would you watch it? We got if next. It a, if it was local, yeah. If it was a local team, I would. I would. What, what, what do you What do you think they would be? What, what, would, what would our Cincinnati WNBA team be? Because it's always like some weird mascot that makes no fucking sense. It's always like the Sparks or something. The Cincinnati Reds. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, the just fit. <laughs> it was literally, I, that's exactly what I thought of. And I laughed and then I thought. Oh, I, I was going to say, I laugh? saw it on your face and I was like, I wonder if he's thinking this. It's the same phrase. <laughs> you look like you, you hesitated there. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just barrel through that door. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It like, took me and I was like, yeah, shit, fuck, you're right. It's right. It would fit right in. Uh, it was one of those that I was like, nah, don't say it, Mike. Don't say Okay, Scott will say it. That's cool. <laughs> uh, if you could have heard the battle going on in my head between, but it's a good joke. You should say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Oh man, that's good. All right, it's well, the 426 we... year anniversary episode. We had to go for it. <laughs> oh, shit. Welcome to Craft Root Sports, the podcast, the official podcast of the WNBA Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. It really does. I mean, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> How much do you think that sponsorship would cost? <laughs> what do we what do we gotta make? Uh, Robert, oh my God! Uh, Gabe wants to know how about Jay Wright. That's a good transition, Gabe. Jay Wright retiring at Villanova randomly. Uh, maybe yeah, he saw the writing on the wall with all of these Big East coaches that got hired, with uh, Miller coming back to Xavier, Thad Mata. Thad Mata. Her, uh, They're assembling their army. <laughs> and the then- former Xavier coach's army. <laughs> <laughs> I must flee. But then uh, Shaheen Holloway goes to Seton Hall, and I think Jay Wright got a little scared and bitched out of the Big East. (laughs) I can't dominate this in my sleep any longer. I'm stepping away from this shit. What do you mean I don't have to coach against Travis Steele? Fuck this, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he shows up in the MAC. I hope he retired from the Big East. So he got coached in the MAC, and that'd be true. It's like, oh. I heard Travis Tibbles at Miami. I'm back, baby. Uh, did you see Rick Pitino is trying to get Iona into the Atlantic 10? Oh, of course <laughs> he is. Of course he is. Evil Rick Pitino is like, listen, we got to go Atlantic 10 because then we could be a multi-bid conference. Like, we could do this. We can make this happen. Oh, Rick Pitino is selling his soul for an A-10 championship and getting Iona into the national <laughs> He's going to do it, too. He's going to pull that shit off. He's the motherfucker that would. I was going to say, he's going to get him to the A-10, and then he's going to win a national title with them. Because that's how (laughs) things work. 
All right. Uh, Tank Ryan McCarthy says, uh, oh, wait, I, I clicked the wrong one. Robert said, I just noticed Tank's shirt, and now nobody else should be allowed to speak. The floor is yours, Tank. So Tank, <laughs> again, getting love for the shirt on the show. So my uh, my background screen on my phone is is Dusty Rhodes as well. Like I am, I'm, I'm all about Dusty Rhodes. Look, great. Dusty Rhodes taught me that a fat man can secede, and therefore he is my idol. <laughs> That's who taught it to you, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Ryan uh, did have a good point, and I apologize for faking everybody out, bringing it up, and then getting rid of it. He said, "Fun fact: Cincinnati did have an NBA team." From 1957 to 1972, they're now the Sacramento Kings with the most famous player, Oscar Robertson, big O. Uh, so there you go, Scott. You cheer for a Cincinnati team. Congratulations. I, I knew that. I thought that was going to come up, but then I was like, eh, maybe it doesn't really fucking matter because maybe that I, – I wondered if that was maybe part of the reason why they left. Like you might be on to something with the whole it's too much of a college town. Legit, I forgot the Sacramento Kings existed. <laughs> that's okay that's okay then, most everybody else did too and 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 that's not just 420 talking like seriously i totally forgot that they were a fucking franchise yeah yeah exactly Scott, what did your boy boogie cousin say this week wasn't he talking shit about sacramento just this week oh yeah and it was i, I read it and i was like that's ah, true basically he said all they did was call my name at the draft <laughs> Like they didn't do anything to cultivate his career. Like he would have, he would have been just as successful, if not more so on any other NBA franchise. And that they just called his name at the draft. I was like, God damn it. If it ain't true, it hurts the most when it's true. Oh, that's amazing. Boogie is the man. I I love me some Boogie Cousins. I do too. Like, I always loved him because he's just so cantankerous and like, and just angry. And plus, bitter. Bitter as fuck. Like, still talking about, you know, Sacramento years later. <laughs> like, he's still retired. And he's still like, fuck, I spent so much time in goddamn Sacramento. Seriously. Y'all didn't know what I struggled through. Uh, Ryan said the Orlando Magic also still exists for some reason. <laughs> Dude, the only thing I remember about the like the only thing I know about the Orlando Magic, they had the Penny Hardaway commercials where he was like a he was like a um like a fucking little puppet. penny, little penny, yeah, little penny, yeah, penny. Yeah. Chris and Rock, then, yeah, R.I.P. Chris Rock. <laughs> his face, his face. Okay, good. no, you know what? Because <laughs> you tried, because you tried to save. Boom, this man, he, dude. He, How dare you? Did you, he, no, 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 you can't R.I.P. Chris Rock and then try to save it with his face. I mean his face. No. You, I, I no. meant his face like, uh, oh, fucking. He ate that shit like a champ, dude. He fucking took that and was just like, yeah, I'm still here. And he's like, what? He's like 5'5 five, five or something? <laughs> like, and Let's not bring height into it. Fuck. There's no reason <laughs> to go there. <laughs> like, uh, shit. What, is, what the hell does that have to do with What's anything? That about? Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Tank, you were saying the only thing you know about the Orlando Magic is Lil Penny. Yeah, and apparently touching a nerve within Scott. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> we leave we leave the height conversations out of the show for a good reason. <laughs> and and uh Shaquille O'Neal, like that's really all I can ever think about the magic. Like I Wait, really haven't 
I think you think of their dope ass theme right song. Out, yeah, I was gonna say Wait. I think of a theme song. <laughs> they have a dope ass theme song. They do. They really do have a really dope super nineties theme song. Good friend of the show, Chris America, used to do a, a podcast every morning that streamed live at six a.m. And Scott and I would listen and just be like messaging back and forth on Twitter with their show account. And every time the Orlando Magic win, Chris is in Orlando. Every time they won. The following day, he would play the Orlando Magic theme song, which is just like it's so nineties, nineties. Like it's it's so awful. I wish I could play it and not get, get sued. sued for it, but I <laughs> feel like they would probably sue. Like, is it is it nineties rap? Is it is is it like? No. Uh, no, nope. no, it's like nineties <laughs> Captain Captain Planet intro meets basketball. Like oh. it, it, it's just very just over the top and corny. Like I'm gonna play a little bit, just a little bit. Hopefully, right. we don't get hit with uh with we, any we, type we, of copyright. We, we, we can talk over. We can talk over. Yeah, we can talk over. That's right. Yeah, as as like, oh, this is oh. just oh, <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Just wait for the 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 verse or the verse is amazing, but wait for the chorus because holy shit! I was gonna say the chorus uh, is the best part. It's wow, so this, good. This is bad, but this is like the most '90s you can get. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Oh man! That's <laughs> wow. All right, we're killing it. We're killing it before uh, before the before we get magic. Uh, wow, my my dick just literally crawled inside of myself. <laughs> that is terrible. Wait a second. Imagine waking up and you're taking a shit and you're looking at the box scores and you realize the magic just won and you're like, yes, at this 6 a.m. podcast, <laughs> I get to hear that song to start my day. And it your day is immediately better. Absolutely Seriously. better. All right. You got a point. That, that, ah. Uh, you know it's what? a great victory cigar. Am I hungover when I hear it? Because if I'm hungover, I might be pissed. Uh, you could be. It depends. Depends on how your Tuesday night went. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. If you're a Christian, the answer is yes. All the time. <laughs> you just wake up hungover. <laughs> no, Monday and Tuesday, you don't. <laughs> Every uh, Five out of the seven. But, you know. Five out of the seven. <laughs> Are you going to graduate? What? <laughs> Are you going to graduate? Well, Christian, like, that was the correct answer. He said, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, yes. You, I love yeah. that you didn't say when. Uh, that's that's the excuse I used with my dad, too. I was like, I'll graduate at some point. I believe the children are a future. Jesus Christ. What, 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 if Christian's, what if Christian runs for office in 25 years? Holy shit. There's no doubt he'll win. There's no doubt. <laughs> I want to see Christian in a debate where like somebody's like, my my opponent over here clearly does not care about this district. And Christian's like, what? What the fuck? Just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Scott, like he has he has the LeBron of districts, he's just not that good. <laughs> Fucking Christian's ready to throw down and shit. <laughs> what did this motherfucker just say about my district? <laughs> he gets up and he's just like, My opponent in this race thinks Kobe <laughs> didn't do it. Thank yeah. you. And then he sits back down. <laughs> 
I don't know what this guy's talking about. He's a pussy. And then he's like, <laughs> like, just pulls the Miller Lite out of the sports jacket, kills it, walks off stage. I'm like, I'm voting for that. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's debate will be delayed by 15 minutes. One of the, uh, one of the people running is walking here and there a little bit behind <laughs> schedule. Scott, <laughs> did you see that Jerry West and Kareem are pissed about their portrayal? On I you? did. <laughs> they're, it's so great because they're, they're two of my favorite, like non main characters. Like Jerry West is awesome in the show just fucking awesome i want everything that they portray portray jerry west to be to actually be true <laughs> unfortunately jerry's like nah that's not me uh you know it's uh, this is the exact opposite i'm like nah i choose to believe that that's what jerry west was <laughs> it's so good and i love that kareem wrote like a very in-depth uh article on a sub stack that was like this is just a, a facade. It's all just surface level. It's like, Kareem, you're just mad because they told, they said you you said, fuck you, kid. Like, that's what you're mad right. about. <laughs> he was like, I'm not outraged. Uh, I haven't paid enough attention to be outraged. It's like, all right, Kareem, get that off your high-ass horse. Just laugh <laughs> you know you watched me. every fucking episode. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you ain't got to lie to kick it, Kareem. Uh, are we getting another winning time soon, Scott? Haters guy? Yeah, maybe. Dude, my schedule okay. got fucking stupid with, well, with T-ball and and I'm on a softball mm. team. Like, this shit started and I'm like, dude. Whoa. Wait a Time out. Yeah. You're on a softball team? Let's I am. <laughs> I dude. am. Your boy, your, boy is a, your boy joined a softball team. When do you play? Yeah, when do you play? Well, we, we have our first practice on May 1st, so uh, game shortly to come thereafter. Dude. Uh, is this like men's league or? or yeah, yeah, league? yeah. Alex and how, Shitty are going to be on the team too. How many how many games are you guys playing and from when to when? I, that I don't know, but the games are going to be on Sundays. Sunday where, evenings. Where do you guys play at? Um, I think we're going to be over at Reading Park. Like there's fields over at Reading Park, but I don't know. That's where we're practicing for sure. Hey Mike, hey, I Tay. think we need to get blacked out and go to a softball game. <laughs> I was gonna say, I got some big ass speakers. I think we need to get blacked out and go commentate a softball game. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, that would be a blast. Just roll up with big ass speakers and, and call the game like we're on the radio. <laughs> Just, j- just like sit down and throw like a thirty pack of like uh, fucking keystones down between us. Be like, yo, we're here. What's going on? All right, let's get this going. They're like, who the? And it like, doesn't matter. Go out there, just play in the field. Yo, Scott, shout out, Scott. <laughs> but yeah, with t-ball and softball and freaking spring break, dude, it's been chaos around here. I'm like, I, I haven't even watched winning time for this week yet. Like, that's how Scott, nuts it's been. Man. Scott, do you know what position you're playing? I don't. I'm usually your prime second baseman. <laughs> How you're you're rocking the infield? Hell yeah, dude! You got some. You got a glove. Really I, short. Can't. Well, that's just because he can't make the throw to first from third base. <laughs> thank you, thank you. There it is. There it is. I I'm good with the glove, but weak as fuck with the arm. Can't can't put him in right field because he's not going to be able to hit the cutoff man. They got to double cut every play. <laughs> yep. 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 And you just read my scouting report live on air. God, the only reason why I know that, that was me too. That was oh, me. Second no, base my entire life. We had those second base break breakdowns. 
Very unique skill set. <laughs> hey, Mike, you're fast. You got a good glove. Can you throw? Nope. Okay, second base, buddy. Get on out there. Have fun. <laughs> 100 percent uh scott i know you wanted to talk about this we're running uh we're running a little short on time so let's talk golf real quick playing a game of whack fuck here whack (laughs) the match is set i'm done with this bullshit stop no go ahead tank sorry tank what were you gonna say the best drop on the show okay good well let's play again (laughs) playing a game of whack fuck here whack It is, it is one of my favorites. It's a pretty damn good one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the match is set. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are facing off against Patty Mahomes and Josh Allen in the match on June 1st. Uh, Tank, does this get you to watch the match? Yeah, dude. I actually like golf. It's way fun. Like, I love the mental aspect of golf where, like, each – shot means so much um i don't like the dorky white people part of it like that part i'm not into like the fucking <laughs> call like if you got a collared shirt i don't know man I, i'm not hanging out with you but i do like golf <laughs> i like it too but i will not watch this because i don't want to see tom brady and aaron Rodgers playing on a team together against patrick mahomes and josh allen i like I've loved the match. I've loved what they've done in the past. And I realize you can't recreate that Tiger versus Phil type of thing. But this is so far removed. This is becoming the was. celebrity death match that nobody asked for. Like, that's I don't true. I don't want this bullshit. Like, that's my thing. Like, it started off with the Tiger and Phil thing. And you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. And now it's devolved into this nonsense where we're like, oh, these NFL legends of yesterday with the NFL legends of tomorrow. Uh, come watch these fuckers play golf. Like, I don't want to watch any of them play golf. For what reason? Like, this started as actual golfers, and it's devolved into NFL quarterbacks or just some rock and jock bullshit, but it's not <laughs> rock and jock. Like, MTV did it cooler two decades ago. I'd actually be cool with rock and jock. Can we? I would 100% around? love some rock and jock. Okay, here's what we need. Bring in here's some the- Bill Bellamy to commentate. Here's the problem with the, the match. Uh, by the way, uh, Robert said one of these things is not like the other. Uh, Scott, do you, has he earned the the card? Is that is that what he's talking about here with these? I think so. I think he did. He, he, he play it for him. <laughs> All right, Robert, you earned this race card. <laughs> well played, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like where he dealt that race card from. <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm just saying that doesn't get used enough. <laughs> you really are a 90-year-old white dude. <laughs> I like baseball. I'm sick of these wide receivers making all this money. I like the cut of his jib. Uh, well, I've outed myself tonight. I'm pretty old and white. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, fuck. 
Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, so, so Tank's in on the match. Scott is obviously out. Christian, you give a shit about the match? Uh, not this one. I didn't. I have that issue with the other ones because there were all real golfers in it. I want to see like John Daly on TV mic'd up though. Like, yes. Hell, yes. hell yeah. That's the that's the type of match we need. Is John Daly allowed to crush beers and rip butts on this on the course and just. <sighs> Playing and we'll we'll even let him play nine holes. Like you don't even have to go full eighteen, John. You play nine holes and just have fun, uh, dude. That he, did you see his kid got an nil deal? He's like in the from court. Hooters. <laughs> from quote? Hooters. From Hooters. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't see the quote. What was the quote? I'll, give me a minute. I'll pull it. Up. All right. Here's... I'll I'll let everybody else know. John Daly, the second son of John Daly, signed an NIL deal with Hooters. He has played one collegiate tournament in his career where he did really shitty. Like he did, he shot like an 83, uh, like 275. It was not a good tournament for him. Uh, he signed an NIL deal with Hooters uh, following in dad's footsteps. What was the quote, Christian? He goes, I have seen my father's great relationship with Hooters over the years, and I am proud to continue my family's association with this iconic brand. Iconic brand! <laughs> Hell yeah. Right up there with McDonald's and Coke. I want to read who church it's that up, because you know that first draft was, my dad loves titties. I'm like watching titties since I was little, so I'm excited to look at titties just like my dad. And then he thumbs ups to the camera, and they're like, "No, nah, John, we got to rewrite this, buddy." <laughs> they're paying me in blowjobs and chicken wings, and how fucking yeah. sick is that? How fucking sick is that? Oh shit! <laughs> I don't even. Think, I don't even if you got to sign an nil for that. I mean, I feel like that's just like the NCAA is like, you know what? We're not trying to get in your business on that. You can just do your thing. Uh, Mark Edwards, like. The one thing I will approve that go for it, young man. <laughs> just, just don't get a sandwich for free from him, but you can sign that deal. Yeah, it wasn't even like at first I saw J.R. Smith's NIL deal, and I thought that was the coolest NIL deal of the week. And then this one popped up. I was like, You gotta be kidding me! But J.R. Smith signed one with Lululemon, uh, and he's gonna be the official, uh, like golf ambassador for Lululemon. He's going to be featured in all of their campaigns. They skipped over the entire PGA. They skipped over every professional golfer. And they were like, you know what? We're getting J.R. Smith to be the <laughs> face of this ad campaign. Well, that's two markets, though. Legend. Two markets? Explain. You get the NBA, too. So oh. no, that's not the market we were looking for. Mark is looking for a different market. Scott knew I had that itchy race card finger. I was ready to pull it. He was looking. The answer we were looking for was the hood. The race card. Market we were looking for there. (laughs) Rarely can you get both the hood and golfers at the same time. We were looking for this section of the Venn diagram. OWG's black guys right here. This is what we were going for. Oh God! Extra black guys too, not just black. Yeah. Oh, I just love that J.R. Smith was like, you know what? Yeah, it's time for an NIL deal. I didn't make enough from the NBA. I've I've held out long enough. 
Oh, shit. That's good stuff. Uh, all right, listen, we're running low on time. I want to give Tank a chance. Tank, tell everybody where they can find you coming up. Uh, plug those shows and plug your socials. Uh, shows coming up. You can find us at uh, Saturday, April 30th. We're doing the Death Row show uh, for six month boards at Mad Tree. Uh, come out starting at four o'clock. We're going to have the gallery wall up and live art from four to eight thirty. And then we're going to auction. Anything that doesn't get bought is going to get destroyed. We're going to light shit on fire. We're going to drown stuff. Uh, stuff's going to get cut up with scissors, mall ninja weapons. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> and then the following weekend, uh, May the 7th, we're late this year. We're doing a uh, Star Wars show. We're going to be doing uh, live art all day. We're doing all sorts of Star Wars stuff at Cosmic Gorilla. It's a comic book shop in the front. It's a cocktail lounge in the back. Come out and hang out with us. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. And I'm keeping it going with every time I come on the show, I, I, I clear at least a six pack. So. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Look at Damn, that shit. Tank. He went with the full on pyramid. <laughs> yeah, man. Like every time love Tank on the show. Yeah, if I'm this hanging out with you guys, we're drinking. We're oh, drinking. that's amazing. If I'm on the show, we're drinking. I love it. Uh, real quick around the horn, Scott, what were you drinking? Would you bang it? Uh, I was drinking $1 million. I'd bang it. Uh, Christian, you were drinking Miller lights. Would you bang it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, what were you drinking? Would you bang it? Uh, uh, close but far by, uh, Jackie O's and it would be banged. <laughs> and I was drinking about damn time. And it's about damn time that I would bang the shit out of this. Uh, listen guys, this has been a super fun show. Be sure to go hit tank up. Uh, follow him at Neil to no one on Instagram. Tank of all trades on Twitter. He's a good dude. Uh, you should support everything he's doing. Uh, and thank all of you guys for supporting us. It's been super for this. You guys still come into the show and, and hang out and we appreciate it more than you know. I'm not going to cry this time like I normally do on these. So, uh, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Crafty Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Like the show on Facebook. Subscribe to YouTube. Shout out Belly Up Sports. Give them a shout. Bellyupsports.com. Tons of great content. Subscribe and review to our podcast and all the Belly Up Sports podcasts uh, wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you are. We'll see you guys next week. Scott, six years, baby. Cheers. You white as mayonnaise. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details.